G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A great conversation ahead of us now that builds on what we've been talking about in some sense because some insights today on some of the the changes and the rise in technology that gives the gospel some real uh, preeminence. We're going to take the opportunity to get an idea of the way the gospel's riding on the back of the latest technologies. Ian Warby recently represented Vision and United Christian Broadcasters at a huge conference in the Philippines called the Eurasia Media Distribution Consultancy. Sixty nations represented at that college and at that uh, conference and some amazing developments to talk about. Ian Warby, welcome back to 2020. It's great to be here with you. And just a little correction there, uh, Neil. It was actually in Thailand, not it was the Philippines. Where did Philippines. I say it was? The Philippines. I yes. said the Philippines. It was in Thailand. So it was in Chiang Mai, which is um, a big uh, center for uh, missions outreach in that part of the world. And it was very, very exciting for us to go to our first ever Eurasia Media uh, distribution consultancy conference. Uh, now, some listeners certainly won't be familiar with it. It depends on the circles you mix in and the size of the vision that you have for reaching the whole world. Because when you've got 60 nations coming to a conference like this in Thailand, uh, that's huge and it must be something important if there's representatives coming from such a diverse uh, part of the world. Yes, even the organisers themselves were overwhelmed. They were expecting 450 to 500 delegates, 745 arrived. And so uh, some of us were put into overflow accommodation, as you're saying, uh, from 60 nations representing 192 different Christian media organisations. Now, this was about technology. And, of course, we've talked before about the sorts of technology that we're able to use when we're overflowing our shores in Australia and involved in some radio mission into places like the Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea and uh, even into Thailand and uh, Nepal, lots of different nations, and you're spearheading that. Technology is important to you because technology enables us to meet, reach a whole lot more people, Ian. Well, that's right. It's all about how do we reach the people that are in these remote locations, but not only in remote locations, but sometimes in closed nations where it's not easy, it could be even dangerous or illegal to be found with material uh, from another religion, such as Christianity, if you're in an Islamic nation, for, for instance. And so one of the uh, curiosities for us is here we are at this very exciting uh, media conference with all these media practitioners from around the world, and there were signs everywhere saying, no photos, no Facebook, no video. Why? Because there were delegates there from closed nations, and if they, if their identity was disclosed, 
they could be arrested, persecuted, or even have their life taken into jeopardy. And so we had to honour the few that were coming from these closed nations. So it was a it was an interesting dynamic at a media conference. Uh, always interesting imagery when you start to talk about the idea of undercover operatives uh, as ministers of the gospel, as carriers of this message of the gospel and reconciliation. And it is often like that, uh, depending on the setting. And so when we talk about the technology, you've got big technology and and some will say, well, a radio transmission tower and uh, all of that equipment that we'd use, it's bigger technology. The technology, though, at this conference was small scale up to big scale. Uh, Tell us about some of the small scale stuff. Well, that's right. I guess the the common denominator that we're seeing uh, over the last decade is the explosion of portable media devices that nearly every person on the planet has in their hand or in their pocket. And that, of course, is the ubiquitous mobile telephone. Uh, these days, it's a lot more than just a device for sending and receiving a call or a, uh, a text message. Most phones, even the most simple phones, allow you to listen to audio and on the screen to watch video. So there are a lot of developers that have been looking at translating the story of the gospel or translating the Bible itself into different languages uh, and being very careful about not just getting the translation uh, accurate, but also putting it into context so that people who may have never heard the gospel or understand concepts that you and I would take for granted, that they don't get confused. Here's a rough example. So somewhere in the scripture we we might read a verse that says, there's coming a day when the Lord will humble all the nations and put them under his feet as a footstool. Now, you imagine if someone did a direct translation from that in the English into another language, the person hearing that for the first time might come away thinking that the meaning of the word humble is footstool. And so, again, just having people who can understand not only how to do the, the translation, but to make sure that the message isn't lost in the, in the context of the, of the culture uh, receiving it. And so there are lots of different developers that were having these workshops, and uh, we were seeing people with all sorts of incredible technology. You know, um, 7 billion mobile phones are on the planet today. That's more phones than there are men, women, and children. And so uh, and 80% of those are using the Android platform. So the majority of the apps and the, the programs that were being developed were very much targeted around that Android platform because you can buy an Android, an Android based smartphone for as little as $20 in a developing country. And onto that uh, mobile phone, they usually have a little slot where you can put a micro uh, memory card. And on that memory card could be the Jesus movie or some children's programs or a translation of the Bible, um, some music. And so there are people there that were coming up with some very, very creative ways of making sure that the gospel message can be not only um, presented in a language and in the culture, but distributed en masse so that everyone in those, those developing countries can have access to the gospel message. So if you can get micro-memory cards, as no doubt you can get them cheaply, 
you could just be armed with a, a bag full of those and uh, as your mission in even a closed context, uh, hand those out for people to put them into their phone and their phone all of a sudden becomes almost like a, a Christian library of wonderful, uh, insightful and, uh, and culture-shaping information. Exactly right. And so we had, uh, of course, the, the Jesus Video Project representatives there. Uh, they were announcing the launch of their free app. So if you've got a mobile phone, you can go to the Google Play Store or to the Apple um, App Store and you can download uh, the Jesus Video uh, app and you can watch and listen to the Jesus Video not only in English but in over 1,500 different languages. Now, you've come armed with some show and tell, and I wish we had a, a camera in here, uh, but you've got some little uh, clever devices that are enabling uh, discipleship to happen in in places where it might be a tribal situation or closed nations. Uh, describe this uh, this little one you've got with us uh, well, called well, a Mega Voice. Yes, I've got this little uh, audio player. It's called a Mega Voice. It's not much bigger than a credit card. It's a little bit fatter. Um, but it, it's, it's like your veritable Swiss army knife of audio devices. So it is an MP3 player. Um, it has an FM radio receiver that can receive any frequency up and down the dial. Um, it has a digital recorder, so you can record a message and then play it back. Um, it has the Bible, not only on this particular version in English, but also in Spanish. Um, it has a button that allows you to slow down uh, the speed of uh, the the uh, voice or the speaker, so that a person whose language is um, so he's one in Spanish. So very useful, uh, and of course Spanish is one of those languages uh, spoken so widely in so many nations around the world that that would be one of the key languages. That's right. Uh, there's also a dramatized version of the, the story of Jesus with lovely music and sound effects. And uh, it's quite a loud um, speaker. You could put this um, in the middle of a church and everyone can hear it quite clearly. Um, also, uh, it operates the story of Jesus. off solar power. This true story took place nearly 2,000 years ago. And so what I love about this uh, device, it was actually developed uh, in Israel, in Tiberias, um, by um, uh, Christians there who wanted to get the, the gospel message of Jesus of Nazareth from the Galilee out through this uh, amazing technology. Uh, and so these were on display and being uh, snapped up by people to take back into the mission field. And so are those cheap enough so that for those listening to us today in a local church context, uh, they've got a mission endeavor that goes into a particular land, uh, you know, where it might be India or it could be somewhere in Southeast Asia. Uh, you can get a hold of those cheap enough to be able to resource the missionaries you're supporting and uh, enable them to do great things? Yeah, well, so this one here retails for around about $20 American, but that's only if you're buying, you know, one or two at a time. Obviously, if you're buying in, in bulk, the price comes down. And so it does become a very cost-effective tool to give to, um, you know, the pastor of a, a small home church 
uh, so that he can, you know, lead his congregation through uh, hearing the Bible uh, in their own language and also uh, other teaching materials or to tune into the local uh, Christian radio station. Uh, it's also got in it actually a uh, an LED light. So, uh, uh, you know, the people who've designed this have made it a very, very useful tool uh, to give to someone uh, heading up a, a small uh, church ministry. Okay, you've got some other devices here too. A little description of uh, of some of these other ones you've got. Well, I've got one here in my hand. It's not much bigger than the uh, the old uh, Matchbox. It's called a Wi-Fi Bible, and uh, what it is is it's a mass storage device. It has on its side a little USB uh, memory stick. This one's got 32 gigabytes of storage on it. And you can just plug this into a USB port so you can run it off a, a small battery or off a computer or off your mobile phone charger. And when it's on, it provides a Wi-Fi signal. So if you're out in, in the jungle in a remote area, even where there is no internet, uh, and someone puts up a sign outside the cafe or the church or on a bus where the signal is, then you can pull out your mobile phone and uh, all of a sudden the Jesus movie, the Bible, uh, discipleship stories, lots of uh, downloadables can be uh, not only streamed and watched and listened to while you're uh, on your mobile phone, but you're actually encouraged to download them onto your device so when you get back to the village, uh, you can then share it with your friends and say, hey, do you have a copy of the Jesus movie? And they say, no. Would you like a copy? And then they can transfer it from phone to phone. So it's almost like a viral way of deliberately spreading uh, the gospel message um, or the Bible or teaching material from phone to phone to phone. So you can imagine, again, how such a simple idea uh, provides a veritable library in a remote area where there is no access to the internet. And so when everyone has a mobile phone, uh, access to Wi-Fi, it becomes something that accelerates and and uh, intensifies the opportunity for the gospel. Uh, what's this other little device you've got Well, this, here? Is, a, this is a big one. This actually has a, a, a built-in battery. So even if you don't have a charger, this one will last about a week. And so you can put this in a location, put out the sign saying free Wi-Fi. Everyone can come in and watch the Jesus movie or download uh, the Bible or other materials or music or whatever. So I, I purchased a few of these and um, working in with our uh, our tech guru here, Steve Munro, we're looking at putting some material on it so I can take this to Nepal in a couple of weeks and we want to put this out in a village and, and do a, uh, a field test to see how well it's received. And if it goes as well as I, I hope it will, we'll be able to cross-promote it. So on the radio, we'll tell people, if you're in this village, then go to this cafe or go to this church and see the sign that says uh, free Wi-Fi. Open up your phone and uh, take advantage of the material. So again, we're expanding the content of the radio beyond just what they can hear in uh, live real time to say, look, you can actually go to a location and things that you've heard on, on the radio, you can actually download and access and play them over and over again. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson, a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. 
Ian Warby's our guest, Asia Pacific Regional Director for United Christian Broadcasters. We've been talking about high-tech ways that the gospel is being enhanced. But uh, Ian, there's some low-tech ways as well. And uh, I'll talk to you about low-tech in just a few moments. Another high-tech one for anyone in Australia, this is useful too, because if you have friends or neighbours who speak a different language and you're thinking, how do I get them the message of the gospel? Well, there is a new app that people can access that has the gospel in every language. Tell us about this uh, Five Fish app. Yes, it's uh, it's by a group that's actually been around a long time, the Gospel Recording Network. Uh, in the early days, they used to have these hand-cranked uh, radio uh, tape recorders and uh, and players, and they would literally trek across Nepal and all these remote areas recording the gospel message in different languages. Well, now it's all been digitized and it's online, but now it's this wonderful new uh, free app. So you simply just go to the App Store if you're an Apple user or to the uh, Google uh, Play Store, and you type in the word five, as in the number five, fish. And you'll see the the blue logo of a of a hand, and it looks like a fish. And you download that, and there you can uh, literally uh, listen to the Bible and Bible stories with pictures in just about every language you can think of. It's an amazing app. Uh, I've had a wonderful time, uh, you know, listening to to music and hymns and um, stories and so on in all the different languages from the Melanesian area. But just just think of any country that you've been praying about. Maybe you've got friends and relatives, and it's a, an excellent app. That again, it's free. You can download it and have a lot of fun with the gospel in different languages. Okay, running short of time, let's talk a little low tech for a moment. And for those who love comic books. Uh, there's some fabulous Christian comics that are coming out. That's right. There's uh, a, an organisation that um, was there, had their uh, uh, their stand with lots of different Bibles and also information about you know the the, the days ahead. Uh, you can see some of the titles on their catalogue there. Uh, this is the Comic Bible. And um, the guy who was uh, representing uh, that ministry, his name's Art, funny name, uh, he was saying that they have contracted the best uh, artists from Marvel Comics and from DC Comics to put these uh, gospel comics together. And um, for people who are working with different languages, of course, they're available in, in prom- primarily at the moment in English. But if you are an organization working in other languages, they will give you a free license to allow you to use their artwork. And then you just change the, the you know, the, the, the text in the little uh, speech bubbles of a comic and you can give the, uh, the same story, but in a different language. So, <laughs> Lots of opportunity to get the gospel to people where literacy rates might be a little bit lower. And so, it's as you know, it's very easy to read a comment because the, the pictures help tell the story. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I actually have a comic book Bible on my bookshelf at home, had it for many years. Uh, not to the same quality the graphics as these ones are because uh, these graphics look fabulous uh, for the comics. And so, as you say, not everybody is... Uh, able to just sit down with an open book and begin to read. But comics do tell a story because a picture uh, just fills in all the gaps. It, a picture 
you know, tells a, is a thousand worth, worth a thousand words, as the old saying goes. Yeah, that's right. And there's a new style of comic out. I mean, these ones are very much in the vein of the the Marvel and the DC comics in their style. But look, for anyone who's been around watching television with young people, the the Japanese manga style of uh, of uh, doing cartoons and um, and comics is out. And so now you can have the the manga. A comic Bible, which is also out. So again, uh, very much of this uh, Asian influence. Uh, the the, uh, the design is very distinctive, but again, very popular with the young people. And just quickly, coming back to the Jesus film. Now, this is the one that's been around for some decades now. 40 years now, uh, yes. 40 years, uh, 1,500 languages, and it is a part of some of the technology you've been talking about, uh, but just gives you an idea just how big the mission challenge is when you've got 1,500 languages and there are still unreached people groups around the world. The mission uh, objective is not yet reached. It is in requirement of of all of us to pay special attention to how we reach out beyond our shores. Uh, this is an important thing for every Christian to think about, Ian. It certainly is. I mean, I remember in the early days you could buy the old VHS tapes and hand them out and then the DVDs and now everything's going digital. So you don't even have to have a big um, uh box of equipment you just give people uh, the link to the free app and people can download and watch it freely online uh, on their home computer on their tablet on their mobile phone and again in just about every language you can think of uh, the G- jesus project was very uh, prominent there because they're partnering with many of the other uh, organizations to provide content and uh, it was just a-, a thrill to be there we came away almost overwhelmed with the amount of um, and the scope of what's happening because that's what's happening with the, the, the digital media explosion. It's just going everywhere and everyone has access to it. So again, very exciting. It's the new Roman road of getting the gospel to where the people are. And that's what we needed to hear. And that's the encouragement we need to take note of because for some of us waiting for the old missionary techniques, uh, we might be waiting an awful lot longer than we need to because there are so many good technological advances that in, enable uh, missionaries to get the gospel out. And uh, not everyone can go to the mission field, but we can all be involved in this style of mission and uh, looking at the new advances in technology. And with 60 nations represented at that Eurasia Media Distribution Consultancy, and does that happen every year? It happens, uh, yes, I think every year. Um, I think it first started in Berlin, uh, and it moves around the place. So it is Eurasia, so it's both Europe and Asia. And so um, I'm looking forward to catching up with the guys next year to see what new initiatives have been developed. But, of course, you know, the gospel message uh, is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but we just are looking at new innovative ways of getting it out to every nation, every tongue, uh, so that people can know that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Ian, I know you won't mind if there are listeners who want to make contact with you and uh, just something sparked in their imagination by something in our conversation today. Uh, I'll simply invite you to visit the website vision.org.au. Look for a link there uh, for, uh, you know, you'll probably find Ian Warby somewhere on there uh, or a, a link to UCB. 
United Christian Broadcasters. Uh, Ian is the Asia Pacific Regional Director for United Christian Broadcasters. Uh, you can contact him through the Vision website and uh, perhaps ask a question or find out some more about those details we've been talking about today. Ian Warby, thank you so much for taking time to share your thoughts with listeners today on 2020. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.